Breakdown, Coulter Nuana, SkylineSportsMT.com. It's a rivalry edition here, hoop style. We got the first of two rivalry doubleheaders coming up here uh, on Saturday, January 21st. Montana State at Montana. So the ladies game will be at 2 p.m. And the uh, guys game will be at 7 p.m. So we have a slate of interviews of a variety of subjects that will be involved. To get things kicked off. With our Grizz Basketball exclusive sponsor, John Belk, Belk Law. He and I have been doing a fun countdown. Belk sits right next to me at uh, Grizz Home Games uh, for the men, and uh, he's been sitting courtside for more than 40 years. And uh, so he's got great perspective. We're doing a top 12 countdown. Why 12? Because uh, 12 weeks in the conference season. So this is the countdown of all of the. Uh, Best players Belk's seen in his four decades plus sitting courtside. So we get things kicked off with the guy that gets us into the top ten, Saeed Pridgeon, one of the best players I've covered at Montana and one of my favorite guys to watch. We'll rap about Saeed a little bit. Then we'll also hear from a variety of players and coaches that will be involved in this rivalry game. Ladies first. So we'll get things kicked off with Darian White, Montana State's star senior point guard. Then we'll hear from Mac Anderson, Montana uh, senior power forward. Montana State women's basketball coach Trisha Benford will join us, as well as Montana women's basketball coach Brian Holsinger. Then we'll hear from MSU men's coach Danny Sprinkle and Chris Cobb, the associate head coach for the Grizz men's basketball team. Thanks to our great sponsors here at Skyline Sports. John Belk, Belk Law, for his continued sponsorship of Grizz Hoops. Also got to say thank you to... JNV Restaurant Supply, Blackfoot Communications, Opportunity Bank, and the Hype House Spin Studio, Hot House Yoga. Both of those places been kept me fit during football and uh, also been a part of my fitness routine here early in 2023 as well. Thanks to all of our great sponsors for helping present the Big Sky Breakdown. Thanks so much to you for listening. Big Sky Breakdown, SkylineSportsMT.com. The countdown continues. Get things kicked off with John Velk. Uh, John Velk, Velk Law, our exclusive Grizz basketball sponsor for this 2022-2023 uh, basketball season. And we're doing a fun countdown. The top 12 players that Mr. Velk has ever seen in person. He's been watching Grizz games 40-plus years, sitting courtside for most of that. So I think he's got pretty good perspective. So uh, if you've missed any of these episodes, you can always find it on the Big Sky Breakdown podcast network uh, to go check them out. These are always fun, just quick-hitting, five- to six-minute little deals, just about some of the best Grizz of all time. Last week, we had Mike Ogine, which is the first guy that i've had the pleasure of covering in this countdown and now we're into number 10 right is that right number 10 number, number 10. 10 so we got number 10 who's uh, who's number 10 we're almost into the top 10 now why 12 weeks or why 12 uh, players because 12 weeks in the big sky conference season but we're into the uh, the top 10 now who's number 10 velk well for me it's saeed Prijet, and he could be higher he could be lower but i just stuck him in there because there's there's a lot of guys that are super talented and Sai is just Somebody that sticks out in my mind is somebody that could always go to work and always get things done. He was, like Ogini, another guy that wasn't really demanding of the attention and everything, and he ended up being, uh, in 2020, carrying our team and being the star, but he wasn't one of those that was flashy. He's not a real talkative guy. He's quiet. He's thoughtful, and he played, he played the same way, except uh, a little more explosive. I remember when he was a freshman, he was kind of going up and down like freshmen sometimes do, and, and he thought he should be the man a little bit more than he uh, was because he was playing on a team with great players like Mike Ogine and Maude Rory. I remember 
uh, Coach DeCure talking about challenging Saeed. And then I remember he went out and had a dominant game at Sac State. And that was the first time I was like, oh, this guy could be like a really special player. He also has a probably unique place on this list because I think his individual senior year was as good as anybody we're going to talk about. And it just didn't get to have the, the correct finish, right? Like he didn't get to have his senior year finished. They were into the semifinals of the Big Set Tournament and the whole thing got called off. Yeah, you know, we talked about this a little bit in the past, you and I. That had to be one of the most shocking and depressing things uh, that I've dealt with in terms of Grizz basketball because we're all unknowing what's going to go on and all of a sudden they are, I think we're going to cancel the Big Sky Tournament. I think they're going to cancel the NCAA Tournament. And we're all shocked, like, what? You can't do that. You can't do that in America. And, you know, I can't even imagine what it would have been like to be Cy, who's just a star, got us into the semis, looking forward to getting some national exposure if we can win a game and, and get to the NCAA tournament. And all of a sudden, it's like, nope, shut her down. Good luck, buddy. Bridget also, I think, is such a, a great example of what happens when you stick it out because he was one of the highest recruits that Montana's ever gotten. I mean, Montana beat Oregon State and Creighton and I think another Big East team. That, but he had, like, big-time offers. Montana beat those schools for him and uh, then he had to be sort of like the the third or fourth guy for the first two years but then once he got an opportunity to do it uh then all of a sudden i mean i think he was one of 16 guys ever to earn first team all big sky two years in a row for the grizz so uh testament to, to sticking it out too well yeah i mean I, I think that's one of the problems with the portal now is is we're not seeing you know you got to remember these are young guys too and they've got two or three people in each year telling them they're better than they are or that something else could be better, or there's the grass is greener on the other side, and a lot of these guys are getting into the portal, and then all of a sudden they're showing up at a at a division lower than us, or in some cruddy conference, and a lot of them don't get picked up again. So now you've given away your scholarship, you've given away your education, because you listen to the wrong person in your ear. I mean, most of these people are not transferring up, and very few are even making a lateral transfer at that point. And so I think. Now we've done it enough years that the portal's starting to show uh, this isn't, it's kind of a fool's gold situation for most people. But at the time, I'm sure he had a lot of people pushing him, but he's the kind of guy that Montana likes to have and celebrates a person with commitment, high caliber, high quality um, ethics, you know, commitment to his word. And he bore down and he got it. The only thing that hurt him was COVID. Top 12 countdown with John Velk, Velk Law. Here's the uh, list of rewards for Said Bridge. I think this is a, first of all, I think it's a testament to his work ethic. He won the Ryan Dick Award, which goes to the most improved player on the team each year. He won it three years in a row. So to be the most improved player and then be the most improved player again three times in a row, uh, pretty great. He also was the Naseby Reinhardt Award winner as a junior, which is given him the most inspirational uh, player on the team. But then he was also a two time first team All Big Sky selection what i'm saying is that you know his career numbers are up there with everybody that we're going to talk about he he scored uh, the fourth most points in school history he finished sixth in school history in steals he was also top 15 in rebounds part of 86 wins at montana went to back-to-back uh ncaa tournaments and who knows if he would have just got to play two more games he might have had three ncaa tournaments i thought that year that he was the MVP of the league. I voted him the MVP of the league. He didn't get MVP of the league, but, uh, I mean, he, he's he's one of the best players Montana's had in my time covering the Grizz over the last 10 years. Yeah, I know he's phenomenal. He's a great guy. You know, we chat once in a while on, on Insta, and he's doing great now over in Greece. You know, he's on a team that last year, I think, took top in their uh, in their division, 
I don't know how they're doing this year, but I think he's averaging over 14 points. He's just doing great. I, I also think that he is a guy that fit Travis DeKear's coaching style, too. I mean, he's the type of guy where coach could bring him in and yell at him to get him fired up and then unleash him, and then he would go and he would perform. And I, I think that uh, maybe that's something that's been missing these last couple of years. They haven't had quite that junkyard dog like Saeed Bridget was, but I, his personality is how hard he plays. He was uh, – he is sort of a, a cut of his own, right? I mean, the way that he played, I think I think he has a game that's not really comparable to anybody else we're going to talk about. No, I mean, the thing is, is he could slash and score at the rim. He liked to pop the little 10-footer, which you just don't see a lot anymore. You see kids either cranking up a three or trying to go to the hole, and you don't have people hitting a 10-footer all the time, which a lot of times anymore is wide open. But he'd take it. It's like, you're going to give me a 10-footer? I'll pop it in your eye. Now you're going to jump out at me? I'll go by you and dunk on you. So he could do just about everything. He was absolutely coordinated, uh, very good with both hands, ambidextrous, and a real a real defensive stopper, really long. You mentioned that he's over in Greece. I actually hadn't realized this. I'm looking at this cool website. I actually just found a really cool website. It's just a database of all these professional basketball players from all over the world. But he played in uh, the uh, the top Greek league his first year right out of, of college uh, at the University of Montana. And I didn't realize this. He played for the Birmingham Squadron for a year, which is a G League team there in Alabama. And uh, didn't I, I think – only had half the season there and then went, ended up going back overseas. I, I hadn't realized he's played in the G League, but uh, Saeed Pridget now playing for AS Carditas. And, uh, yeah, you, you, you nailed it, 14 points a game over there in the Greek League. So uh, cool to see these guys uh, getting opportunities overseas. It's awesome. You'd like to see him come back, maybe get through the G and get a little more attention. You know, Cherry keeps bouncing back and forth, Will, between the G and, and Europe and back and forth, and it's like they're so close. If they could just get in and, and somebody would just give them a chance, I think I think he's a prototypical NBA player. It's, uh, you know, it is, you know, they always want to chase the top league, but also living in Greece and making some money and not having to pay any taxes and all that, that sounds pretty good when you're 25 years old. I'm not going to lie to you, even at my age, not paying taxes sounds like a really good idea. <laughs> We can all agree on that. John Velk, Velklaw, uh, doing our top 12 Grizz countdown. John's been sitting courtside for four decades, so he's got great perspective on the greatest Grizz of all time. We'll have uh, Into the Top 10 uh, next week, but a big one on Saturday, rivalry game. You got some ammo. Velk's like the all-star uh, heckler sitting courtside, so you got any ammo for the Cats? Maybe I'll give you some. Well, you know, I'm going back and forth. Tom DeMako, uh, big oh, yeah. kid that was a star for MSU. Uh, he was a member at the country club here for a while. He I was going to say, he must here. live around here because I see him around a lot. Yeah, he did. He just took another Hard to miss, about 6'9". Six, 6'9", nine. Six, nine. yeah, 6'9". <laughs> and, uh, and he did a number on us, so he, he likes needling me a little bit. But uh, I told him... I told them that I think that they've overperformed, they peaked, and they're going to have a downslope starting with this game on Saturday. So I told them they're going to spin into a death spiral, and he told me that I was uh, never more confused than I am now. So I guess we got a little bit. We might have some action on it. <laughs> got to love it. Well, if you need uh, any help battling the insurance companies, you've been in a car accident, any sort of injury you might have suffered that wasn't your fault, you can always give John and his law firm a call. Tell people how to get a hold of you. Uh, give me a call at 406-543-0909. I'm also at velklaw.com. Uh, if you've got anything, any needs at all, call. I'll talk to you for free. We'll figure out whether I can do something for you. And if not, there's no charge. So, Velk Law proudly presenting Grizz basketball coverage. SkylineSportsMT.com as well as the Big Sky Breakdown. Thanks for being here, buddy. Thanks, pal. See ya. 
Whether you're in the restaurant business or you just want to host any big event, JMV Restaurant Supply can make sure you have everything you need. JMV Restaurant Supply is your home for everything kitchen. Whether you're a bear or a bobcat, an eagle or a Scotty, JMV Restaurant has everything you might need. They have locations in Bozeman, Billings, and Great Falls. If you can't make it in, JMV also has a great website, jvrestaurant.com. Get everything you need for your next event at JMV, your restaurant specialist. Up next, we'll hear from Montana State senior point guard Darian White. She went over 1,500 career points uh, last week, and uh, she has now, she's already been one of the best players in the Big Sky Conference, but her resume is affirming her as one of the great players in Montana State and Big Sky Conference history, and a very affable and uh, lovely young lady. So here's uh, our interview with Darian White from earlier this week. Montana State at Montana, doubleheader in Missoula. The ladies' game tips at 2 p.m., the men's game tips at 7 p.m. We're joined now by all Big Sky point guard for the Montana State women's basketball team, Darian White. Darian, thanks so much for joining us. How you doing? I'm doing good, thanks. How are you? Very, very good. Uh, first of all, um, let's talk about this recent stretch you guys had. Really, really challenging. Three games in five days, but you guys got hard-fought victories in all three. So uh, what do you think the keys were to that? And just from an athlete perspective, what's it like sort of managing just, just the mental and physical challenges of playing three games in five days? Uh, the first thing I would say is making sure to take care of yourself. Um, I think our team does a really good job, you know, getting into treatment, uh, taking care of our bodies, eating the right things, getting enough sleep and things like that just to stay prepared um, for practices and the games, of course. And then um, every scout, you know, we just try to execute what the coaches have planned for us and uh, just to do what we do. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> you guys had a, I think you started two and two, but now you're sitting here at five and two. And so it was sort of a turning point for you. So, I mean, what do you think is, is uh, sort of uh, – how have you guys sort of hit your stride here uh, this last couple weeks? I would say mostly just figuring out um, things that, you know, we have to fix, uh, perfecting – Ben likes to say the simple, perfecting the simple. And so uh, just executing what what we do, uh, staying consistent with our identity on the offensive and defensive end and just, um, you know, learning from our mistakes and carrying those things on to the next game. Fun watching just how much depth you guys have too, just how many players can step up and – and hit big shots, and uh, I mean, you guys have had so many different leading scores and contributing players and all that, but it was fun watching Leah Beattie catch fire down there in Ogden. It seems like she's played really well as well, so I mean, what have you thought of just uh, her ability to sort of raise her level of play? Yeah, Uh, it's so much fun playing with her. She brings an intensity um, that is so much fun to play with. Um, She's like a dog, you know, you you know what she's going to bring every day to the table. She she rebounds like a beast. She is a beast. She can post stuff. And so, yeah, she's um, she's a very fun player to play with, and uh, she's a great teammate. So you got some momentum coming in here to this uh, rivalry game. Uh, but, but when you when you sort of just think about uh, Cat Grizz in general, I mean, what sort of comes to your mind? Uh, just that arena, honestly. Uh, obviously, it's a rivalry game, so um, we're very pumped up. We're amped, so I'm excited, but... Um, you know, I'm trying not to get too focused on the wrong things, you know, just um, trying to prepare for the game and just to focus on ourselves so we're ready to play them. Sort of wild to think, too, now with you as a senior that uh, this uh, probably your last time playing in Missoula, at least in the regular season, and I guess the, the tournament being in Boise. So uh, in all likelihood, probably your last game uh, in Missoula. So, I mean, have you considered that? What do you think of that opportunity? I haven't really thought about it uh, much, but, you know, I'm excited. I actually love playing in that arena. I hate it, but I love it. You know, it's right. it's, uh, it's fun, you know, um, just with all the fans around. It's super loud. It's it's uh, a challenge for sure, and I think it 
helps a team, you know, stay together. It's going to uh, challenge us in many ways that I think will help us later down the road. Uh, fun point guard matchup in the game, and it's it's interesting because it's sort of a familiar foe for you, but in a different jersey, right? And Gina Marks, and I know yeah. you're going to be guarding some other gals and, and all that, but um, what do you just sort of remember about your past matchups? Because you guys have played not only in the regular season against each other, but also in the tournament several times as well. Uh, yeah, I remember her being, you know, super fast. Uh, she's a very attack-minded guard. Um, you know, I respect her game and stuff, so I'm I'm really excited to play against her. What else about Montana? I mean, what sort of things do you notice that's maybe similar to the past Lady Grizz teams, and what's maybe different this year uh, than maybe what you've seen in the past? Uh, they're pretty strong in the post play. I know GFL is one of their main um, players. She's very talented, and so, you know, we got to find ways to uh, stop her and stop their main players from um, – executing what they want to execute and this game always has so much uh passion emotion energy around it so i uh, just kind of settling in especially as the the road team i mean how do you go about preparing yourself for that element i think just mentally like you said you know preparing yourself uh for the game we know that it's going to be super loud in there so uh i think you know we've already talked about it the past couple ga- or days in practice and stuff just um knowing how to communicate with each other, preparing ourselves for how loud it's going to be and uh, making sure that we're on the same page. We know what we're going to do and um, how we're going to do it. And uh, I think as long as we do those things and we prepare well, we're going to be fine. Darren White, Montana State senior point guard, joining us here. Uh, Just two more things for you, Darian. First of all, um, a milestone this last uh, weekend as well for you, 1,500 career points. And I know you don't much like to talk about yourself, but uh, just yeah. in ter- just in terms of sort of enjoying uh, th- this uh, this kind of one of the final chapters of this ride for you, I mean, how are you going about doing that? And, and uh, how enjoyable is it just to sort of be soaking it all in and, uh, and having one last run with Montana State? It's bittersweet, honestly. Um, you know, I try not to think about those things because I think it just adds pressure and um, stuff like negative stuff that I uh, don't really like to think about. So, um, yeah, I, I try to stay, you know, in the present moment and just to enjoy, you know, the practices and the times, the memories that, you know, all of the girls and the coaches share. So, yeah. Darren White, Montana State point guard, MSU in Missoula on Saturday to take on the Lady Grizz of Montana, a key Big Sky Conference matchup. Last thing for you then, I mean, what do you think are the uh, the key factors for your squad then? I mean, what, what will be the keys for you guys to have success on Saturday? Uh, kind of like I said before, just staying together. Um, just make sure that we are communicating well with each other just because it's going to be so loud. Um, not being on different pages. And I, I really think as long as we uh, stick together and we're communicating well, you know, we're going to um, handle the game that we need way that we need to. Darren, love talking to you. Thanks so much for catching up with us. I will definitely talk to you uh, sometime soon down the road, but thanks so much for being here. Thank you. There's a lot of things that make Montana great, from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC.
Next up, we'll hear from Mac Anderson. He's a fifth-year senior for the Montana Grizz men's basketball team, a Bozeman product once upon a time recruited by Montana State, but instead chose to come to this side of the Continental Divide. And now he, here he is playing in his last rivalry game, at home at least, to get one more shot at the Bobcats in Bozeman. Uh, but Mac Anderson, uh, one of the only Montana guys on the Montana roster. Here's his thoughts on the rivalry. Well, if you have any question on what you do if you've been in college for six or seven years, you got nothing to do. You get you get your toes wrapped down here at Dahlberg Arena. Mac Anderson, Grizz Senior, joined us. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. First of all, tell us about this extravagant wrap. Is this what they, when you played the hundred something games? Is this what happens? You gotta you gotta get some extra work on the feet. I guess so. Yeah, everything kind of starts deteriorating in its own way. But uh, Haley's been doing a good job. We've been taking care of it. But yeah. <laughs> it's, well, it, it is funny because uh, some of you guys have been around for so long. So, um, I mean, just start there. What, what's what's the craziest part about this? Is your sixth year, right? So, what, fifth fifth year? Okay, right. Because you played as a true. That's right. Okay. So you're not like, quite like Lucas Johnson, been in school for seven years, like the greatest quarterback. Uh, but I mean, what's what's uh, been the craziest part about this experience for you? Man, I mean, it's been a lot of ups and downs. I think uh, just, I mean, it's kind of a different experience every year. You know, it's been a lot of different groups, but. It's been nice having the same staff throughout. You know, I think that's a big part of it. But, I mean, I'm super grateful to have this fifth year. And, yeah, just been enjoying every minute of it. Your role has evolved on the court. But, like, off the court, you've kind of always been one of the spokesmen, especially as one of the Montana guys on the team. So what have you thought of that? Yeah. I mean, it's funny, especially this week every year, you know. Every year we're talking Kangaroos for sure. (laughs) But, I mean, it's it's cool. It's cool being from Montana, you know, being able to play at the University of Montana and being able to talk about the program that we have, it's, it's been a great experience. Well, we'll get into the matchup, but uh, this is your last game against the Bobcats in Missoula. So uh, that's kind of crazy. I mean, has that sunk in yet? Yeah, not really. I don't think – I don't really think any of it will, honestly, until it's all done. Uh, just, you know, it's been a great five years, this rivalry. I know we missed it the one year with COVID, but – I mean, it's always a great, great game and just a great, great night, great experience, and just super thankful to have been a part of it for the last couple of years. You're a Bozeman guy, and uh, I know that you had some interest from the Cats coming out of high school, so when you play Montana State, what's it like? Yeah, I mean, obviously it's great. Super fun when we get to go play there, too. Yeah. Uh, last year we didn't get it done, but, you know, being able to go home, play in front of family and friends that, you know, I don't get to see that often is always special. And, yeah, it's just special being able to be a part of that game. Grizz Star of the Week, Mac Anderson, a Montana-made Bozeman product, a senior at the University of Montana. Bozeman itself's crazy, right? Man, I, mean, I kept a place there for like six years, and just watching it change is just nuts. What, I mean, what's your perspective on your hometown? It's nuts, yeah. I mean, it's I, I think it's a lot different than what it's like even since I've 100%. left and came here from college. Like, I'll go home, you know, different roads and stuff. Thankfully, my mom lives a little out of town, so it hasn't yeah. changed too much out there. But uh, but yeah, going into town is crazy. It's 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 a lot different. Yeah, it's a it's a booming place for sure. What do you think the fact that there's two high schools there now? That's nuts. Um, you know, it was always nice going back to Bozeman High. It still is. You know, going back there and seeing everything up on the walls and stuff. But it's cool. My my high school coach, Coach Holmquist, is now at Gallatin. Right. So I spend some time over there, work out there every now and then. And I mean, it, I think it's good for the town to have that kind of crosstown rivalry. You know. Uh, Obviously, kind of diminished the talent pool a little bit, but um, I'm thankful that I got to play with everyone that I grew up with at Bozeman High before they split. I mean, still, it's cool this year in football, though. I mean, they had a little cross out in the semifinals, so I mean, even with the, the split up, there's still a lot of, of great athletes. Is there anything you can point to as to why? I mean, Bozeman has produced more college level athletes in football, basketball, and women's basketball, even mm-hmm. over the last five, six, seven years than any other town in Montana. Is there anything that you think of that uh, kind of spurs that on? I think. Um, 
a lot of the credit's got to go to like the youth programs. Totally. I think they do a good job like early on of developing at athletes because you see so many like you're saying you know it's kind of ridiculous I never really thought about it like that but it's true and uh, I think obviously it's split now but prior to that Bozeman High's culture you know in football and basketball was so great they had really good uh, head coaches and I think that's a big part of it too. Yeah, it's fascinating. I mean, like in the football game this year, I think there was like 18 guys from Bozeman High alone that were playing for either the Cats or the Grizz in the in the rivalry game. So it's it's been a, a factory for sure. Mac Anderson, Bozeman product, and the University of Montana senior joining us here uh, on the Grizz Star. The week we're down here at Dahlberg Arena. So if you hear the basketball is bouncing in the background, we got got a couple of the young bloods out here shooting. Josh Vasquez is shooting a little bit too, but Caden uh, Bateman, Jackson Knapp, Rhett Reynolds, a bunch of the young guys. So a couple of Montana guys too. So have you kind of taken these guys under your wing? Or what do you think of some of these younger Montana guys on the squad? Yeah, no, it's been cool to have more of them around. You know, when I came in, Kendall and Jared were on yeah. the team and I lived with them. So they definitely took me under their wing. So it's cool to kind of have that experience as the older guy, you know. Um, but yeah, it's been great. They're, they, uh, they're about the right stuff and I think they're going to have good careers here. Big one Saturday, Montana coming off of a 64-57 loss at Eastern Washington on Monday, and it's been kind of up and down. You guys have had some great Saturdays. The days that aren't Saturdays have been a little tough. You guys have also played a couple of the best teams in the league right at the gates too, though. Uh, so what's your mentality going into this uh, matchup with the Bobcats? Yeah, you know, uh, came off a tough one on Monday night, but just get ready these next couple days. You know, they're a good team. It's always a big environment. we got a couple new guys that haven't played in it, a couple guys that have, so... I mean, it's just an exciting week. You know, it's my favorite week of the year. So, From your perspective as a, as a post, you're going to be going against a couple of the best post guys in the league. So I just start with Jabril Bello. I mean, he's a load. He doesn't do that much stuff. He's just, yeah. he's just big, strong, and can jump. So uh, how do you go about kind of starting uh, defending him? Uh, it's pretty – I mean, like you said, he doesn't do a whole lot. But what he does, he's really effective at it and he's really good at it. He's a big, strong guy. Um, but, yeah, you know, just guard him like we have in the past. You know, throw different looks at him. Just try and be physical without fouling. Um, it's tough just because he does – play so physical so just we'll prepare for him we got we got Deshaun and Bannon and Lou and I so we have a lot of different bodies to throw at him seems like whoever settles in first in this game gets a little bit of an upper hand I mean how do you go about doing that because it is it's gonna be a sold out arena it's gonna be fun atmosphere how do you kind of not let the nerves get to you yeah I think uh, I mean it's good that we do have guys that have played in it before guys that have won the game before Um, I think the biggest thing is just a I think it's always kind of a defensive battle, especially this year, because they've been they've been more solid defensively than in the past too. So, I think you know just sticking to what we do and uh, being solid on both ends of the floor is the biggest thing. And, and obviously, it's a great environment. It's nice that we're at home for the first game. You know, kind of feed off that a little bit, but it's always fun. Great star of the week, Mac Anderson, Bozeman product and the University of Montana senior. It's a doubleheader on Saturday, Dahlberg Arena. The men play at 7 p.m. with Montana State in town. Uh, anything else to add? I mean, uh, what, what, I mean, what are your just general thoughts going into this thing? Yeah, I don't know. I just want it to be packed in here, yeah. you know. Uh, I think uh, COVID year, obviously, we didn't get to play. Last year, it was it was pretty full, but, you know, it's it's a great environment. It's a super fun game, and, and yeah, I just, I'm excited for the atmosphere, excited for the just general sense, you know, how it feels around the town. So I'm ready to go. Well, it should be a fun one. Good luck, man. Thank you. Blackfoot Communications continues to lift up our local entrepreneurs, delivering the resources needed to transform ideas into businesses. Our C2M beta program was founded with the mission to connect local entrepreneurs to more. With access to more professional expertise, more state-of-the-art technology, and more development resources, our 12-week program delivers the foundational and modern skills required to transform influential ideas into thriving businesses. Apply today at goblackfoot.com slash apply. Trish Benford been at Montana State for 18 seasons and she's helped sort of turn the rivalry in Montana State's favor on the women's basketball side. 
they lost about 90% of the time in, over the first uh, three and a half, four decades of this rivalry. But MSU had a seven-game winning streak in the rivalry until they lost in Missoula last year. But still, seven out of the last eight for the Bobcat women, and they've won in Dahlberg uh, Arena seven times since 2010. Here's Montana State women's basketball coach Trisha Binford on her team's trip to Missoula. A Cat Grizz Friday because it's Cat Grizz Saturday in Missoula, and our coverage leading up to the rivalry doubleheader continues here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. We are joined now by Montana State women's basketball coach Trisha Binford. Coach Bin, thanks so much for joining us. How you doing? Doing great, Coulter. How are you? Very good. I talked to your uh, star point guard, one of my favorite young ladies in the league. Loved talking to Darian White yesterday, and now here we are on our Friday uh, talking about this matchup. But she kind of took us through it, just uh, the the off-the-court stuff that you guys have done to sort of uh, put a high priority on taking care of yourselves, taking care of your bodies. And it seems like that is one of the keys when you're in the midst of conference play in general. But just how important do you think that is when you have to play three games in five days with the rivalry game coming up later on in the week as well. I mean, you guys had a, a pretty crazy stretch last weekend. How'd you thought? Uh, how'd you think your ladies handle it, both both mentally and physically? Yeah, I think uh, it's definitely the value of having a really deep roster where we feel um, that we've got a strong bench, and um, you know, you pay attention to your minutes as much as you can. Obviously, you're out there to take care of the game, but we traditionally are going to play a, a ten deep rotation at times eleven, and I thought that really paid off. Um, Weaver State, our bench really came in, gave us a huge lift. Um, obviously, uh, the whole team was really effective against Idaho State. And then that third game, when we traveled the day before for having a home game, I thought, really, it, it helped us kind of separate a little bit in that fourth quarter. So, um, you know, we, we take a lot of um, pride in what Coach Pussy does with our nutritionist um, and with our trainer and what that recovery will look like every day and how we prepare our practice plans. But definitely takes a, an entire team to do that. Well, Katie Bussey, uh, a longtime pro and, and now been working for you for a couple of years. Has she added some of that stuff? I mean, because it does seem like having a professional athlete mentality could be very beneficial uh, to sort of pass along to your young ladies. Absolutely. Um, well, first of all, she was a kinesiology major, right. and um, she had a lot of uh, focus on the nutritional nutritional elements. So when Darian was talking about eating right, I chuckled because you're not getting that from me. <laughs> um, but uh, Coach Bussy, on the other hand, um, really bought in uh, at the highest level to doing those things well. So she definitely partners with our nutritionist on you know what those pregames look like, what those recoveries. Obviously, we have some moderation things mixed in there too. But then she also has her background. She got certified as a strength coach when she was over. Overseas, and so she also works with our strength coach on some things that we have tweaked um, to a women's basketball player, not just a, an athlete, on what recovery looks like in the weight room and our dynamic warm ups and our recoveries. And um, but our trainer has some really good stuff too, Bailey, that we do travel with, and our fast break club, our booster club, pays for a lot of that equipment. So um, I just think there's a lot of things um, that does get one between the ears, but the more you can do on the the physical part, um, why not take as much advantage as possible trisha bidford montana state head women's basketball coach joining us and coach you've been around the league for a really long time now is that the thing that you think has changed the most just about uh, women's basketball maybe sports in general is just sort of the attention to detail when it comes to all those little things that can help you give uh, get a, a competitive advantage 
yeah, there are so many things, culture, that I'm like, gosh, I wish I would have had that in my career. Totally. They always say, rub some dirt on it right now and then just go out there and roll. I'm like, I don't even know what a dynamic warm-up was. <laughs> totally. <Yeah. laughs> I know. I think so. about this all the time. I've been doing these these workouts that are all about <laughs> hip flexibility and core flexibility and stuff. And I'm like, well, I'm 35 now. This would have been great when I was 18. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the band stuff. And, no, it's, uh, it's remarkable, you know, like if you think even – Fizzle, I mean, the, the athlete is just so advanced nowadays, too. They're power, more powerful. They're more explosive. And so we definitely have to take those things into account on how we, you know, uh, treat that and prepare that. And I just think it's a new world in, in some regards. And um, But at the same time, the travel hasn't changed. I'm like, Big Sky Travel, I, I think people underestimate uh, how taxing that can be on your bodies. And, you know, we hit so many states. I Somebody had mentioned um you know like if you're in the in some of those conferences they're staying in the state and taking bus trips and majority right. of ours are uh, multiple flights or that sort of thing and so definitely have to pay attention to those and factor those things in and that's only a piece of it right your scout reports and all those components come into play but um when uh you know you're talking about so many games in a short stretch sometimes kids prefer that it's kind of less about the scattering port and getting more in a rhythm on the court and i love that that flow about um, having multiple games so sometimes you just got to get out there and lace up your shoes and be really efficient well that last question on uh, sort of what has already happened before we talk about this rivalry game but i thought that that was sort of what stuck out to me i mean all four of the division one uh, basketball teams from montana played the the three and five days and your team was the only one that won and i thought part of it was just because you guys played you know pretty loose and it, and it seemed like you kind of just embraced the opportunity to do it so uh does that is that just a product of having a veteran team it just seemed like you guys were were pretty calm uh, given the, the sort of the challenging scenario yeah, I think we have a lot of trust in our depth. Um, I think that gives the team a lot of confidence, you know, so maybe not feeling as much fatigue. And we were at home. I mean, you, you have your fans behind oh. you. They've been in that stretch on the road. And so uh, certainly having our fans behind certainly helped too. And, um, you know, we uh, I, I would say the Idaho loss at their place was an for us as well um, as we did not we were super flat there and they took advantage and exposed us there and so we knew the the level of opponent coming in we knew it didn't sit well for all of us like I didn't feel like I had prepared the team well or that first contest and so I think all of us uh, were extremely motivated just to get to work and granted you watch it back and there's still a lot of imperfections but kids found ways and especially down the stretch um, they really fought hard for each other we continued to grow um from our our rotation and where we're getting those sparks and so that was exciting to see how they responded trisha bidford montana state head women's basketball coach joining us here on nuana's now espn radio her squad in missoula 2 p.m tip from dahlberg arena between montana and montana state and coach you've been in these uh, a whole bunch now and uh, you played at dahlberg arena a whole bunch as well but when you first think of just the rivalry with the grizz what do you think of uh, I, I always think that chair that I have to sit in is way too tall. I think that was <laughs> cool. <laughs> they probably designed those way, way back when, with for Wayne. Um, right, exactly. Uh, 
Yeah, no, I mean, I know the, the, the seating very well in that gymnasium. Um, you know, I just did, it's more more about just prepare, trying to prepare your kids best for just the element of the extra factor, right? So a normal gym and then there's Dahlberg. And so it's going to get loud at times and, you know, there's going to be momentum swings. And really, it's just a matter of like what you can control and focusing on your unit. And it's going to be a little bit louder. So you want to just emphasize um, being great communicators so you're on the same page. You just don't want to have lots possessions on those kind of elements um but it's a really fun atmosphere you know it's you can take it two ways you can hate it you can love it uh, i think you you mentioned uh darian said you hate it but you love it um uh but i just i love the rivalry i think it's great for the big sky conference it's obviously super fun for the student athletes and the fans and you're on both sides of it you have them on your side one night and you have them against you one night and uh this is certainly the night that we're trying to keep them as quiet as possible uh, but we know that there's going to be some loud moments and we're gonna have to play through those loud moments and stay together some familiar faces for the Lady Grizz, but also a whole bunch of new uh, faces as well. So, I mean, what do you see when you turn on the film, and, and who stands out to you from Montana? Uh, well, everybody, you know, there's familiarity with uh, Carmen, of course, um, and she really played well uh, last year at their place. And we uh, uh, certainly um, don't want to have her uh, get those rhythm books early on in that contest. But, you know, when you look at um, statistically, you've got uh, Gina Markson, you got Sammy Facken in double digits. And so you've got a bench for them that's really contributing. I think, um, obviously, it's done a great job in increasing um, what they what they have done from the bench standpoint. There's, they've got tremendous sparks that come in. Um, I think they got a lot of floor balance. Um, they got a lot of dribble drive, um, penetration action that they've implemented this year. And and, um, and they're always good on the glass. Uh, they they make it hard to get extra possessions there. Um, so I, you know, for us, really, it's a matter of knowing your your scatter report, knowing your opponent. But we just need to get better as a team on that contest, like we did um, in our last game against Idaho and our last game against Weaver in Idaho State last week. And right now, um, we're trying to move up in where we are from a rebounding standpoint as as a program and as a team. We know that's an area we have to get better, um, and we know defense defensively with them scoring the ball very well we're going to have to be on all cylinders we're going to get exposed if we have mistakes so we want to be as consistent there as possible Trisha Benford Montana State head women's basketball coach here on Nuanas now her team in Missoula Saturday afternoon against Montana coach thanks so much we'll see you on Saturday and best of luck with the game but thanks for being here uh, thanks for having me culture we'll, we'll see you soon Blackfoot Communications just launched new business services delivering big value to smaller firms. With reliable voice, fast internet, business-grade Wi-Fi, and around-the-clock support, Blackfoot ensures you remain connected to your customers, employees, and communities throughout the day, every day. For more information, go to blackfootsmallbusiness.com. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. And how about the Lady Grizz side of things? Brian Holsinger has only coached in two of these last year during his first season. Lost the one in Bozeman, won the one at home. Uh, now his team looking for a second straight victory at home, but they're coming off of a tough loss on Monday. Uh, they kind of laid an egg against Eastern Washington. They were down 23 points at halftime and ended up losing 87-60. to 60. Uh, We'll see if they can right the ship because they were on a three-game winning streak before that defeat. Here's Brian Holsinger on the rivalry against Montana State. Uh, overall, how would you just uh, describe the way that things have been going so far and what's the mindset heading into a big week? 
uh, really good and really bad <laughs> just recently. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, just it's interesting after watching the film and evaluating some of the things over the weekend. You have three games in five days. So it's not a lot of time other than just to prepare for the next game. And so, you know, for us, we go from playing a fourth quarter down at Idaho State, which is probably one of our best quarters of the season, just doing the right things, intensity, urgency, finishing plays, being aggressive, to, to I mean, playing our worst game by far on the defense in every way, um, a, you know, a day or so later. So kind of an interesting up and down uh, situation. Hadn't played three games in five days this season. Uh, learned a lot about our team, learned, learned how we might handle it differently next time because we have one more of those. Um, and so... <clears throat> yeah, real, some really good moments where we're, we're getting to where we want to be and, and obviously a weird a weird Monday. When you look at just the, the three true freshmen who have been playing for you guys, Alex Mack and um, Libby, just, what have you thought about them stepping up and playing big minutes? And You know, Alex has been a little more fluid, but the other two obviously got to play big minutes. What have you thought of what, how they've been able to acclimate to college basketball so quickly? Yeah, I mean, offensively, the two guards have been – it's been pretty pretty fluid. And pretty easy as far as the offensively speaking. Defensively, it's been it's been a bumpy road. Uh, it just has. There's just no way to ground it. And it's why I tell people it's why the biggest jump going from high school to college is always on the defensive end. It just is. The expectations, the level of detail, the accountability, all those things are extremely different when, from high school. And so that's a that's been a work in progress. Alex, you know, was playing her best basketball of the season when she uh, when she when she got hurt. And so that anytime you sit out for a week, it just kind of sets you back. And, and for her, you know, physically and her conditioning, it didn't help either. But the, the little shoulder thing that went on, and I don't even really understand what went on, but she took her a little bit of time. We're glad to have her back. Uh, she was becoming a big factor for us up until she got hurt. So I'm excited to get her back on a regular basis. The ebbs and flows of a conference season, I mean, they're always going to exist, right? So, I mean, how do you not let one game affect the other, whether it's being high like you were at Idaho State or being low like you were early against Eastern Washington? Yeah, you know, I, I think it's my job. It's what I get paid to do. I get paid to push the right buttons, to do the right things, to have our team ultimately ready for Saturday. Um, whatever happened on Monday, yes, you need to look at it. How much is really what, what I have to do. How much do you look at? How much do you move on, move on and focus on really what we got to take care of on Saturday? And so that's hopefully <laughs> over the last you know 24 hours, I've worked hard to get our to help prepare our team to be ready for Saturday. What do you think of the league so far? I know you've only seen half of it, even though you've played one team twice already. But uh, what, I mean, what do you think of the Big Sky so far? It's better, top to bottom. It's better. Um, I think on any given night, anybody can beat anybody. Um, that's been proven, you know, Portland State last year. Um, credit to Chelsea. You know, she go, they, they didn't win a game. And this year, they've already won twice, uh, once on the road. Against good teams. Too, yeah, right? yeah, you know, and so credit to them. So that's obviously not a – last year we beat them twice easily. And so that's obviously probably not going to be the case this year. <clears throat> I think overall, yeah, just – the coaching is good, right? And so you have good coaches, and all the new coaches from from the, the market, Sac State to Chelsea at Portland State to um, to uh, the lady at at UNC, they've all just continued to get better. And so that just makes it harder and harder. Um, every every game's harder and harder. You have to be more focused. Um, and I'm excited. You know, it, it only helps us improve. It only helps us get better. So for us, either way, you got to win games to win the conference. And our goal is just to keep getting better as a team. The men's team said that they. We're watching some highlights of prior, you know, Cat Grizz games, especially for the, the new people who haven't played in it. What do you do uh, to prepare for this week, especially maybe the, the players who haven't experienced it yet? Yeah, it's a secret, Sean. Yeah. It's a secret. <laughs> I'm not going to give that one up, but we will do some stuff to help them realize how important it is, um, and we'll help them realize uh, how dominant we've 
to be honest. Um, and so th that's the expectation here. I, I'm really trying to help this team. One of the core tenets of our team this year that they came up with was legacy. Uh, the legacy of the Lady Grizz and what does that mean? And so one of that is that we got to protect home court, and we really haven't done that this year. So we, I'm trying to help them better understand what that looks like, what that means, and so we'll do some things to, to help them in that area. What does MSU do that's uh, tough? Yeah, they, they're aggressive. Trish is a good coach. They're really aggressive. You have to um, go at them. Like the big difference between last year's first game there and our game here was we were the aggressors, and we were the ones um, going at them, so to speak. And so they do a ton of switching on defense. They kind of they, they try to mess with you with a ton of switching. It's almost zonish if they switch so much. Um, and so we'll try to take advantage of different things with that. Um, but the bottom line is it's a war. Um, you know, last year – uh, Abby gets elbowed in the face and there's blood and but she just responds the right way you know I was just watching some of it this morning and I'm like she they were so motivated and they were so fired up and so inspired in that game we played we played really well and so you you have to you have to you have to take some of the emotion out um, it's a balance between emotion and execution and so it, as a coach you're trying to just tweak, tweak the right things to get that balance. Matias plays so many different players and uh, so many different players can step up and you know hit big threes or, or you know score the ball so how do you sort of scout them when they do have you know 10 11 players they can contribute yeah I mean we we, we did a good job last year um, defensively especially just limiting some of their better players you can't guard everybody all the time but you try to do you know you try to take away their strengths the best you can and, and then you, you adjust the people on the fly if you can if somebody does something unusual uh, we've had that happen this year at times and and our team's done a good job adjusting quickly but they're they're a tough cover because of that they got a lot of different players a lot of different combinations um, but generally they do the same thing so so we'll we'll be ready for sure to guard them the right way Blackfoot Communications just launched new business services delivering big value to smaller firms. With reliable voice, fast internet, business-grade Wi-Fi, and around-the-clock support, Blackfoot ensures you remain connected to your customers, employees, and communities throughout the day, every day. For more information, go to blackfootsmallbusiness.com. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. And on the men's side, Montana has dominated the Bobcats thoroughly over the last 12 or 13 years. Only one victory for the Bobcats over a 10-year span until last year when they won in Bozeman. It was sort of a funky deal. The game got moved to Sunday because Montana State played the national championship game on that Saturday. And uh, so a lot of the media people weren't even there. I wasn't at the game in Bozeman. That was my first missed rivalry basketball game in 14 years because I was still coming back from Texas from the national championship game. Uh, but that was a, a, a big win for the Bobcats to snap a losing streak to the Grizz. But the Grizz got back on the winning side of things in the February matchup, and they beat the Bobcats even though Montana State surged all the way to the Big Sky Conference title. So first we'll hear from Montana State fourth-year head men's basketball coach Danny Sprinkle in search of his second win against the Grizzlies. Coach Sprinkle, uh, the head coach of the defending Big Sky Conference champions, uh, here's his conversation with me from earlier this week. Now for our Montana State Minute. Danny Sprinkle joining us, Montana State head men's basketball coach. And, uh, Coach, I know that there's no rest for the weary during conference season, but that was quite a stretch you guys had this last weekend, three games in five days. So I'll just start there. I mean, what would you think of just the way your guys handled it? A uh, couple wins, but also a loss in Moscow. So, I mean, what would you think of just the, three, the tough stretch? 
Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's big sky travel. Everybody's got to do it, and uh, you know, our motto this year: no one cares. You know, it's uh, it, it's always tough going to Moscow. They played, uh, you know, they played they played really well, and they uh, they they earned the victory. They uh, they played hard. They made the fifty fifty plays, and and uh, you know, they deserved it. And uh, we got to get back on the horse and get back after Saturday. But, you know, I was proud of how we played on uh, Thursday and Saturday against two really good teams. Obviously, Idaho State was undefeated when we played them. And, uh, you know, Weber State, I believe, was 3-1 and one coming off a, you know, a big victory up in, uh, in Missoula. And, and, you know, I thought our, our mindset and our defense was a, an energy, you know, was, was really good on Thursday and Saturday. And, and we just didn't have it on, uh, on uh, Monday. And, you know, we got to be more mature as a team, you know, with as many veterans as we have and older guys, you know, we, we know better than that. And, uh, you know, hopefully we learn from it. There's the physical part and there's the mental part, right? And I think that, you know, you yeah. kind of get in the rhythm of having three days to prepare for a game and then only one day to prepare for the next game. And then you did that twice in one weekend. So, I mean, what are sort of the balances between the, the physical and the mental part? How much of it is physical? How much of it is mental when it comes to the challenges of playing that many times in a row? Yeah, you know, it, it, it's probably 50-50 like when, in that scenario, you know, because, you know, guys like Jabril, it's, it's hard to play, you know, three physical games, right. you know, in five days, you know, and then you're, you got two 5 a.m. wake-up calls, you know, <laughs> leaving Bozeman. And so, you know, they're not sleeping and that, that was tough, but it, uh, you know, and then, but then that's where the mental toughness comes in, you know, then, you know, championship teams go and, and handle it. And, you know, that first nine minutes, you know, for us was just, it was unacceptable. You know, our energy wasn't there. And a lot of it was because we weren't making shots. You know, we missed quite a few layups, uh, which is mental toughness and, and focus. And so, you know, I'd say it was probably 50-50. And, uh, you know, there, there's, there's no excuse this week. I know that uh, your rotation has been a little bit in flux with a couple of guys that have been in and out of the lineup. So, um, I mean, what have you thought of particularly your uh, your bench guys? I mean, what have you thought of kind of the way that some of those guys have, have stepped up or settled in? Yeah, you know, I think they're doing a good job. You know, I mean, Robert Ford's had some good games, um, you know, especially defensively. Um, you know, Tyler, when he came off the bench, obviously the first week in the conference, you know, he was, he was, he was terrific. And, you know, and Caleb and Sam, you know, we just, you know, kind of depending on matchups, you know, we just kind of start either one of them. And, uh, you know, both of them have given us, you know, some quality minutes. No, and obviously, that. Great Osabar's had some, you know, he's had some, he's had some, some really good moments. He's had some moments that he's got to get a lot better. It's rivalry week. And, coach, I know that this comes with a lot of scuttle and a lot of noise from uh, outside the actual game that's going to be played. So, uh, how do you go about sort of mitigating that? How do you go about dealing with it? Because, I mean, it is. It's more attention, more tickets, more fans in the stands, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it is. You know, you, you just, you hopefully try to get the nerves out, you know, that week in practice, you know, and obviously there'll be nerves on both teams. And, you know, I think the, the one thing that they've done a better job than we have, uh, you know, just since I've been here is, you know, their, their starts, every game they've gotten off to great starts, even when we beat them at home at our place last year, you know, they got off to like a eight to two or nine to two start, you know, and, and uh, we, we can't come out on our heels, especially up at Dahlberg and, you know, but it's gonna be a it's gonna be a heck of a game, and and uh, I know our guys are ready for it. And I know those those guys are ready for it also. Well, when you watch Montana, what do you think the Grizz do well? <clears throat> I think they're really good. Um, you know, they they they're very versatile. Um, you know, with with Deshaun Thomas and and Bannon at the four and five spot, they can both post up. They can both shoot the three. You know, so they they can put you in some in some hard predicaments where your your post guys got to guard on the perimeter, and then they got to be able to guard those guys because they can drive the ball too. 
you know, I think, you know, Whitney, you know, I think he's very dynamic off the bounce and, uh, you know, he's very quick and a really good finisher and a tremendous defender. So like they're good and, and Moody and, and Martin, you know, they got guys that are, you know, that are really shooting the basketball and, and they're aggressive shooting the basketball. And so we have to, you know, they're a, they're, they're a complete team. You know, they really are. And, you know, like Trav's teams always do, you know, they're going to be very solid defensively and, and, uh, and make it hard on you. They can stretch the floor a little bit more uh, this year, too. I mean, because like you mentioned, I mean, their whole starting lineup can shoot the three, and they showed that last Saturday against Idaho State, hitting 13 of them. So, I mean, how much does that just to sort of diversify what you guys have to do defensively, what you got to pay attention to? Yeah, you know, I mean, you got to you got to guard the three point line. You got to be able to you got to be able to guard and, and kind of shock them on the catch, and then, and then you got to be ready to guard the bounce because they're good enough too to be able to drive by you. And then if they get two on the ball, if you have to come help, that's when they're good enough passers where they're whipping that thing backside, and then somebody's getting a wide open shot. They're they're too good of shooters to get open shots. So much of this game, too, it just comes down to the emotions and settling in and all that. A lot of times that, that starts with the big guys because there's going to be banging. It's going to be physical. Uh, so how, how do you hope your, your front court embraces that element of things, and uh, how do you sort of stay steady not get flustered? Yeah, no, we, we embrace physicality, and, and they do too, you know, and that's why it's been kind of a fun matchup with Jabril and Great. You know, and their guys, Mac Anderson and Bannon, like, I mean, even when you – go back and watch tapes i mean there's about 30 fouls on both sides right. that aren't being called you know i mean we're fouling them they're fouling us you know so it's a, uh, it's fun though and uh you know but our our, our guys embrace that and coach it's always uh, i mean i ask this every year but uh, rivalry games are always big and there's so many eyes on it and everything but at the end of the day especially in hoops you're going to get to play these guys again at your place and you're going to get to play everybody else in the league as well. So uh, how do you sort of put this game in perspective and balance just what it means, but also uh, just where it stands in the rest of the league race? It, it, it is hard to do because, you know, the players are hearing how important it is. And, uh, you know, it is an important game. You know, it's important to the people, the state, and both universities. And so, you know, you can't underestimate that. Uh, but then you also got to be, you know, mature enough too that, you got to get to the next game also, you know, the, the following week, we got two big road games, you know, we're, we're on the road for a while. And so, you know, you just, you got to play as good as you can for that 40 minutes and you got to be mature enough, you know, whether, you know, win or lose, you, you got to learn from, you know, the things where that team on that given day, you know, that we got to get better at, you know, just like Monday, you know, Monday was a big game too. And, uh, and we didn't show up and, and we got to learn from a lot of our mistakes that we made that game. Last thing for you. Then, at the uh, end of the day, in yep. our league, it comes down to three days in March. That's and right. <laughs> you got to have a mindset of improvement uh, to get better. You know, and I think today, you know, it's forty-eight days till the championship. You know, from today, so it's it's coming fast. Love the countdown. Well, last thing for you, the key, keys to victory for you guys in Missoula. If you're to come to uh, Dalberg Arena and get a win. Yeah, I mean, our mindset, we got we got to defend and rebound. We got to defend and rebound a lot better than we did on Monday night. And, uh, you know, when we're getting stops, our offense is a lot better. You know, we got to continue to, you know, we got to be physical and aggressive offensively. Um, you know, we got to be able to drive the ball through contact and through, uh, you know, into the paint and really, you know, make them have to guard us. You know, you can't you can't be soft against, against Montana and just pass around the perimeter. That doesn't work. And so, you know, you got to be aggressive and, and we're going to have to knock down some shots. You know, like it, like against any game. You know, you gotta, you gotta have players make plays in games like this. Montana State Minute presented by JNV Restaurant Supply. Danny Sprinkle, Montana State head men's basketball coach, his team in Missoula Saturday night, Dahlberg Arena, 7 p.m. tip. 
the renewal of a rivalry. Coach, appreciate it. Best of luck. Look forward to seeing you on Saturday, and uh, best of luck uh, in the game. You got it. Appreciate it. Go Cats. And finally, Big Sky Breakdown, we'll hear from Chris Cobb, the associate men's head basketball coach for the Grizz. We talked to Travis DeCure, the head coach, all the time, and I know it's a rivalry week, but in the uh, in the name of efficiency, but also just uh, sort of spreading it out and uh, having new conversations, we decided to hit up Coach Cobb, and he's one of our favorites uh, here at Skyline Sports. So uh, here is our conversation with Chris Cobb from earlier this week uh, here on the Big Sky Breakdown, previewing the rivalry matchup between Montana and Montana State. It's rivalry week. We're down here at Dahlberg Arena catching up with a bunch of people from Grizz Hoops, joined now by Grizz men's basketball associate head coach Chris Cobb. Coach, first of all, how you been, man? How's the how's the family? Because I know that that's kind of a common theme around here, right? A lot of new babies, and now you've even got a player with a new baby too. We're uh, yeah, that's uh, we're making babies around here. That's the deal. <laughs> um, yeah, we're growing we're growing the population here in Missoula, so people can show up to all the good restaurants and food downtown. Uh, yeah, no, we're good. It, it uh, I'll tell you what, the the kids help me uh, balance the frustrations and the intensity of life. Right, you show up and you're pretty disappointed and pretty down after uh, Eastern Washington game, and then my son wakes up and wants pancakes, and I've got to uh, I've got to be a dad and I've got to be right. So. Um, it's helped me mellow out just a little bit. So, yeah. Well, well that's good. Uh, it has been a little bit of an up and down conference season for you guys so far. You're undefeated on Saturdays, but the game, the days other than Saturday have been a little bit uh, interesting for you guys. I mean, what what's the thing that you guys need to do to just find a little bit more uh, consistency? I think discipline. Uh, I think there's a lot of things that go into it, right, Coulter? Like, I think uh, I think showing up with the right mentality Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, knowing that you got to play well Thursday. Um, I, I think it's a little bit of bad, some bad breaks. It's, uh, you know, I think anytime, you know, I, I think back to a lot of the years that we won the league or we won 30, whatever it was, sure. you have some things go right at the end of games. Um, and, you know, I remember like, you know, Trav, I said, God, the play at the end of the game against Weber was maybe in my 14 years of coaching the you know the one of the hardest ones to swallow one of the worst ones for you i mean that's a it's a one in a million to have a second left on the clock and you still the inbounds to hit the three i mean that's seriously odds wise one in a million it's it's tough <laughs> and then you know and then Trav says well hey we you know we stole the ball on the end line fab stole the ball on yeah. the end line one year and threw the ball back in and we win the game so there's you know we we remember the ones that you know i think sometimes can go against you sure. um but I, I think we're close you know i think we've had a lead i, th- I think they throw statistics out here we've had a lead at the seven minute mark in all the games or whatever it is um are we close yes does that matter no it doesn't right. unfortunately cool. you gotta win the game so um we gotta keep getting better we gotta have good focus uh but it's we're not that far off we just you know we gotta keep, stay optimistic we can rattle off a few in a row here basketball more than any other sport continuity chemistry you know knowing how to play with the guys on your team is so important and you guys have had whether it's because of injury illness uh you know on and moody's wife having a baby like all sorts of different life stuff happens right but i think that what i think you're up to maybe six or seven games we've had the same kind of starting lineup and core eight guys to, to kind of go to so i mean does it take an element of patience to kind of see when these guys kind of coalesce and come together yeah i think there's definitely an element of that i think the one thing that it's allowed us to do is you've seen as guys go in and out of the lineup or someone's sick or someone's hurt uh, i think it's allowed us to get um 
a little deeper. I think Josh Vasquez is playing some of his best basketball that he's played uh, the last few weeks, and he had to do that because Brandon Whitney was out of the lineup for a week and a half being sick, right? right. He was he just really couldn't play. So um, I think that when you look at uh, what that's done, maybe that uh, it, you know that curse is a little bit of a blessing here in a couple weeks where we need depth and we need to know what we've got with some guys uh, here getting in towards the end of fa- January and into February. So. Yes, it's been frustrating. It's been really hard to find consistent lineups and consistent uh, play, but uh, it is what it is, right? And everyone's got to deal with it, and um, and sometimes you get luckier than others certain years. You've been around this uh, league now for almost a decade, so what do you think of the big sky this year? It's crazy because at first it was almost disorienting watching some of these teams. You guys actually have more familiar faces than almost anybody in the league, right? Eastern does a little bit too, but then you see some of these other teams, you're like, well, I know Dylan Jones. Who the hell are all the rest of these guys, right? <laughs> Same thing with a lot of teams in this league. So, I mean, what do you think of just sort of the, the way the big sky is fitting into the national picture? Because I feel like there's a lot of ebbs and flows in terms of roster across the country. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's funny, right? Like, we, I kind of have always associated Eastern Washington with high school kids, right. redshirt them, groom them, totally. get better. You look at their lineup, you the look whole, at whole the, whole, the whole thing's transfers. Besides ventures, right. And so, <laughs> and in Pri- I get you got Price, or, you know, sure, and, and right. the whole deal, but it's, it, it's, it's all transfers. And so I think... Um, yeah, it's a very interesting look. It's very interesting to see. You don't know who's going to be good. You don't know who's going to be bad. Eastern had a tough non-conference, started to figure it out towards the end of it, and really is playing well. Um, I think you can go in stretches, right, uh, where you can win five, six games in a row or whatever. You see Idaho and Montana State the other night. I think the one thing about the Big Sky that since I've been here, there used to be where you were going to show up and you knew you were going to be able to sweep a team. Like you are going to be able to sweep – three or four of the teams at the bottom. Um, I don't think it's that way anymore. I don't think that uh, you just show up and you just feel like, okay, we're going to go to this place and and beat them and they're going to come to our place and beat them. You got to be right, and you got to be ready. I think our guys, uh, you know, need to understand when people come here, it's a huge game. Like, this is by far the best environment. It's the best arena to play in. Montana's been good for the last 30 years. So uh, you're going to get every team's best. Um, so you better show up ready to go, and I don't care who you're playing. The best team or the worst team in the standings, you better be ready to go. We got the uh, defending Big Sky Conference champions coming in here on Saturday, and it's a rivalry game on top of that. So, uh, but Montana State stubbed their toe on, on Monday against uh, Idaho and Moscow. So what do you think of the Cats coming in here on Saturday? I think in the last three seasons, I think he started, Coach Sprinkle started his uh, kind of evolution of the program. His first year, you could tell last year they were the most passionate, competitive, uh, and together for the front of their jersey out of anybody in the league. That's why they won it. That's why they won it. Um, I think they're the same this season. He obviously gets them to play incredibly hard. Um, I don't think we were ready for it in Bozeman last year. I thought we were very much ready for the challenge and ready here. Um, and I think that you're going to see two teams on Saturday night play that way. I think they're both, we're both coming off losses. We're both probably not exactly stoked where we're at in the standings. Um, and I think we're both pretty good. So I think that it'll be a good uh, chess match. I think both teams will uh, be ready to go. And, and we have a lot of respect for them. We know how good they are. We know how big of a deal this is to the community, to our campus, to our athletic department, to our program. Um, and we're excited that he's brought that to their program because it, it, it brings the best, hopefully, out of us. It's definitely one of the best things for the state of Montana. Last thing for you then, everybody knows about Jabril Bello. He's such a force in the middle. Everybody knows about Raekwon Battle. He's such a great athlete. Is there an X factor for Montana State? Or, I mean, I, I, you know, you always have the top 
scout, a couple guys on the scouting report. You guys are so good at usually taking those guys and limiting them. So, I mean, is there somebody that you have to not rise, let rise up and beat you when you're talking about Montana State? Yeah, I think if you watch them, like last year, I thought the guy that really, really spurred them, like their emotional catalyst, I thought they had a few, right? Muhammad was good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 my PG Xavier Bishop Xavier Bishop yeah. Bishop was uh, was fantastic for them last year um, I think Darius Brown is very similar for them this year I think he's a huge factor I think you can watch that when he's playing well they're tough to beat I think Tyler Patterson's been in the game you know a few you know a couple times uh, he obviously has the ability to jump up and make five or six threes um, so I, and I always think this culture there's always somebody that steps up in these games and yeah. that you don't think is gonna be the guy that ends up being the guy but Darius Brown would be the guy that I think um, when you look at kind of how Coach Sprinkle runs their offense and what uh, he he expects out of them he's somebody that is a big factor and a big key that we have to make sure doesn't play really well and get comfortable. Montana State at Montana 7 o'clock Dahlberg Arena if you haven't got a ticket go get one they're going fast Chris Cobb University of Montana associate head men's basketball coach thanks for being here man. Thank you appreciate it culture.